0: I think this is really a very, very relevant gospel to have during these times right now. We we have today probably some of the most unstable times that I'm sure many of us have ever seen in our lifetimes, um, particularly as a group, um, not not on an individual level. We are suffering from this lack of stability and balance and This virus that came to us probably about six months ago now Has kind of changed everybody's lives and plans on a day-to-day basis almost it seems like You know, I'm over at st. Francis high school and a lot of the plans for the school year Have not even been solidified and now they are Finally now, but it's, it's been within the past two weeks. Normally the president told me that Everything for the entire year is completely solidified basically about six months six to nine months in advance in advance of everything um, These days though we live in this uncertainty and everybody's jobs are <clears throat> Much more vulnerable to be lost um, everybody is scared for Many people, I should say, are scared for their health, Um, and all of our social institutions are kind of up for grabs right now. And so this gospel of the 12, in the midst of a very heavy storm, is very appropriate for today. And this is one of those gospel passages that every single word is soaked with meaning. Especially this gospel passage. And it's worth reading and rereading and rereading and praying with. There's just so much here. The aspect that I'd like to talk about today is that safety and control are an illusion. You hear this word a lot right now, safety. I feel like I hear the word safety a hundred times a day. It, It almost has become an irritant to me. How many times am I going to have somebody tell me how I need to be safe, and this is safe, and that's safe? To a certain extent, there's prudence, and we all need to be very prudent, especially during these times. We need to be prudent for ourselves and prudent for those around us. But we shouldn't kid ourselves into thinking that life is somehow safe. There's no such thing as safety. Except for in one way. Safety is only found in following the will of God. Safety is only found in following the will of God. In God's providence. Everything doesn't happen for a reason one of those phrases that kind of pesters the modern American uh, culture. It's not true. It's not true. Think about, do you think Hitler and what he did in the 1930s, 40s, you think that was a part of God's will and that happened for a reason? No. That was, that was evil. That was someone cooperating with evil in their own free will. God does make all things work for the good of those who love him, though. Peter is kind of our example of that in today's reading. Jesus, at the beginning of this gospel, says, and this is an immediate continuation of last Sunday's gospel, by the way, Jesus started off last Sunday's gospel in prayer, right after he heard about John's death, which is devastating to him. And then he feeds those and cures those who need feeding and curing. And now we start off here, and Jesus is separating himself with the 12. And he needs to go and spend more time in prayer. He wants to spend more or less the whole night in prayer. And so he says, I'd like you guys to get into the boat and meet me on the other side. Proceed me. So you guys go first, I'll meet you there. That's their mission. That's the place of safety for the 12. And following what Jesus is asking them to do. Now notice then what happens, even though they're following God's will. They're out all night. It just seems to get worse and worse and worse. I don't know if anybody in here is almost drowned or been on a boat when the seas get rough. There's been about three times for me, being on a boat in my life, where I was fearful for my life and the life of those around us, especially the kids on the boat. I was on Lake Superior about 10 years ago now, driving a pontoon boat uh, with a couple other pontoons, all family, and Lake Superior sometimes can just change immediately the weather. So the forecast for the day was good, calm, and all of a sudden, wind blows in, storm blows in, and we're far enough away from the shore that every wave is basically kind of coming over the boat. There's fear. Very unstable, very unbalancing, no control, nothing you can do about this, except for basically start praying your Hail Marys. And so, in this instability, they're in the fourth watch of the night, which is from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. It reminds me of that famous phrase, it's very often the darkest time of night right before the sun rises. And the sun's about to rise for them, though. So they see this figure of Jesus. They're probably praying at this point. The scriptures tell us that the waves are actually coming against them. And so they're trying to... These boats are pretty primitive, by the way. We have archaeological evidence of a few boats from exactly this time. I've seen them in person. And they're not, they're not very big at all. They're not like a modern boat with, with an engine, you know, with a motor on the back. Um, they're very primitive. It would be terrifying to be in one of these boats if the sea, in the sea, in the middle of the night when you can't see anything ahead of you and and waves are more or less coming over the boat and these guys are all crammed together. And so they see this, uh, this what seems to be a ghost coming towards them and Jesus is there with them. Everything is terrifying This is all a part of his will. And he's coming. He says, it is I. And very beautifully, Peter, in the context of his relationship with Jesus, which is a context of friendship and trust, he trusts crazily enough that being with Jesus out there in the craziness is more safe than being in the boat and he says lord if it is you bid me come to you and jesus says come and peter walks on water it's probably the only human being outside of jesus that has ever walked on water in human history pretty cool And then, as Peter's walking, he starts to pay too much attention to the the heaviness of the winds and the waves, which are distractions. That's, for me, maybe for you, the news and the media and the fear mongers and all the yelling voices out there that are telling us how to think and what to be afraid of and why you should not live your life freely. Distractions. What's God calling us to do? What's God calling me to do? Because God's not gonna let me sink. I'm not in control of my life. Peter was not in control of walking on the water. It's not safe to live life the only safety is in following Jesus, being in relationship with him, discerning his will and following him that is our safety Lord save me I'm drowning Lord save me and immediately we're told that's the word that's used immediately Jesus saves him puts his hand in the water, picks him up. And I kind of thought Peter had some faith because he was walking on water, but Jesus says, you didn't have any faith. Could have kept going after it. We probably could have walked to the other side together. But that's okay. I understand your humanity. I still love you. I'm always here to save you. Jesus Help us to have that relationship that Peter had with you where he was able just in trust and friendship to be completely at peace in the midst of the storm and take those steps on the water. Help us to not be distracted by all the distractions that... Are around us on a daily basis in these unstable times help us to let go of control to be prudent but to let go of false notions of control and follow your will Lord help us to find the safety in following your will and in relationship with you. We ask this through your holy name, Lord Jesus. Amen. St. Peter, pray for us. And let us take a few minutes in silence to just listen to and speak with the Lord Jesus in our own hearts.